the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. The members of Psycho Squad had just finished their first assignment, stopping two augmented criminals from robbing a bank. The Bank of America retains its fortune for now with a new skylight courtesy of Psycho Squad. Having completed their task, the squad calls for an armored patrol car for pickup. The squad loads up and begins their trek back to Precinct 13. With Officer Cox at the wheel, he syncs up his deck with the vehicle's internal and external speakers and begins to play music. The music booms and echoes through the alleyways as they pass. Yes, sir, you listen to this stunt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you like that old school stuff? I listen to Core Core High. Here, hey. upload it. I'm gonna upload Core Core High into his drive and delete every other song he has. What is this? It's good, it's good, it's good. What? What is this? Core Core High. Is this some Chinese stuff? I don't know, Chinese, Australian, it's all same to me. Go, Core Core High. Wait, do I hear Cora Cora High? Cora Cora High was the only oh, music on my head. Yeah. Hey, who is this asshole? I'm a vet motherfucker, bubblegum. Is this shit? Is this legal, detective? Legal? What you want? Oh, let me file a report that he stu- he deleted your little your little song and dance. And yeah, it. Mr. Lee, no, he know he know Cora Cora High good. I take a hit for Wild Turkey and look out the window. I'm staring at the window very upset. Right. I watch him drink on the job. Alright, you guys make it back to NCPD. Hmm. We're back at the original locker and I, I open it up and I put the, uh, the big rifle in there and I say, Bert, come here a second. I stand and I turn to face him. So you're pretty eager back there, huh? Ready to get the job done. Yeah, I get the job done. Yeah? You're big on the rules. And all that, huh? I'm big on not shooting my teammates. You know what I'm big on, Burr? I told you to get behind kick drum. Who is it any wonder you got took a bullet in your little precious little metal leg? Next time, you follow orders or you'll get another bullet. You guys are in the locker room. Door slams open. It's cheap. What the fuck are you guys doing? I said, go do a goddamn job. I see one of you guys shooting from the other one. I see people crushing people's heads in. I think you guys are supposed to be professionals. God damn it! Uh, Can't help it, sir. Detectives drunk on the job can't control his actions. Psycho squads for results, sir. That's what we got. I walked directly up to the kitchen and drank from my wild turkey bottle. Um, Jesus Christ, Ling, I don't give a fuck about you. Jesus, I'm talking about this motherfucker over here. What's your name? Goddamn kick drum. What the fuck is that anyways? I saw the video feed. You don't think I'm wired into this shit? I saw that. What the fuck is that? You could have cuffed that motherfucker. 
One of them got cut. That's all we need. Jesus Christ, you're going to be the goddamn end of me. Storms out. Locker room. Uh, I'd like to go uh, over to CID and uh, do a back, like, just kind of find out uh, the uh, work history of Officer Cox. Uh, you got the uh, you got the right files for this, or I'm the head of Psycho Squad right this week. I need a little information on one of my officers. All right, give me a minute. Guy starts typing on his computer, hands you a printout. Um, Thanks you... a lot. Yeah, and I walk out. Uh, I'm gonna read it. All right. Printout shows he's been in the service for the last six years, mm -hmm. uh, mostly a beat cop. He's gotten some reprimands for um, excessive force, um, disorderly conduct, but it seems like everything that he's gotten brought up on charges for has, has been waived. Like, he's never gotten actually in trouble for it. Something always happened, like the informant that was going to talk about it just didn't show up for the case, mm -hmm. or it just got dismissed, you know. I look for the most recent incident. The most recent incident, somebody brought him up on charges for excessive force for killing a uh, confidential informant named Chippy. For him, he claimed that uh, Chippy pulled out a firearm and was about to shoot him. He pulled out his firearm, shot him in self-defense. A pending investigation, uh, they found no evidence to the contrary, and that was it. And I kind of uh, derisively scoff, throw the papers in the nearest trash bin. Detective Lang finds a nearby office and locks the door behind him. He places a call to a friend in the force, Jeff Pennell, an IT man in the department who owes Lang a few favors. Hey, Jeff, it's Jimmy. Jimmy. How you doing, buddy? Hey, can't complain, can't complain. Hey, I I need, I need a little information from you if you can get it to me uh, without uh, without the brass finding out. What do you what do you what are you thinking of, man? This guy, I, I heard. I'm sure you heard. I got kicked down to Psycho Squad for a week. Fuck, man! Can't believe you survived day one. Yeah, I'll be all right. Listen, this guy on my squad. Yeah. Officer Cox. You heard of him? Uh, I haven't, man. No. I need you to look up. Maybe find out some information about me because the official records don't tell me shit. He keeps getting out of deep shit. And he seems like a real hard-ass that killed one of my C.I.s, but he's such a fucking pussy. Give me, give me a second, man. Give me a second. Oh, shit, man. It looks like, looks like this guy's been paying off I.A. like a lot. Yeah? Well, I figured as much. But is he like, a, is, does he go off his rocker? What, what's, the, what's the deal here? I mean, he, listen... Chippy meant a lot to me. He was a CI. He helped me. He helped me make. He helped me make uh, sergeant in the, in the homicide squad. He was a great CI, and I know he would never draw his weapon on a cop. So I want to know why a cold fish, piece of shit motherfucker like this could kill my favorite CI. Shit, man. Give me. Give. Give me a minute. Jeff uploads a debriefing video between Officer Cox and his immediate superior. I went to Chippy. You know, I sell my usual stuff, black ice, a little glass, you know. And Shippy tells me he's out, he's clean. He doesn't want to do this anymore. And, you know, that's fine, but I push him a little, and he gets really resistant. And I just lose it. Mm -hmm. I just blow his head off right there. Okay, he doesn't pull a weapon or anything? No, not in the slightest. Uh-huh. And I call it in, I say, 
you know, this guy's crazy. He's lost it. He's burned out. And he confronted me. And I had to take him down. Detective Lang hangs up and finds himself at a nearby bar. After a few fingers of whiskey have drowned the little food in his stomach, he receives a call from patients. Hey there, Sergeant. You know I'm uh, <laughs> another real part of your uh, your little squad there. Just a little uh, buddy for help there. But you know, maybe uh, maybe we should go a little easy on uh, Mr. Burry. You know, he had a brother. I call him Benny because he reminds me of his brother Benny. I know he's Sonny, but I call him Benny. But maybe go easy on him because uh, Benny and I used to be in the war together, 2014, the whole uh, tobacco war. Uh, you know, we spent time in the jungle together until, you know, we got separated. You know, this is where I ended up, he ended up, I don't know, ended up maybe in the grave. Ah, that little boy, his little brother, don't talk about him much. I don't know where Big Benny is. Maybe you can find out for me. But little Benny doesn't talk to me. You call him by Sonny. He had a big brother by Benny. Got lost in the war. That's all I'm saying. Thursday morning. You guys are all back. You guys are all in transit to NCPD for the morning. As you guys are all in transit, vid screens pop up in the car or wristwatch, whatever that's got a vid screen on. Listen up, pusswad. Tired of getting pushed around? Stop being a sissy and push them back. We don't have any muscles and they have Uggs. Man, shut the fuck up. Bob Aries has got you covered. Aries will make you the biggest, meanest motherfucker around. You don't need dainty fashion fitting limbs. These have goddamn American power. Every Aries limb comes with five, count them five, individual hydraulic actuators to ensure you hit as hard as four son of bitch in Mack Truck. Not enough power? <laughs> I don't blame you. Check out this monstrosity. Garrett goddamn team to leave no trace of anyone. The GL 9000 automatic micro grenades that detonate from your knuckles as soon as you punch your target. Jump and bite. No! Aries tech. guys all get to NCPD around the same time. You guys are in the locker room gearing up. So you guys see each other as you guys are in the locker room. Detective. Howdy, y'all. Cox. Do we have to listen to this all day? I don't know what to do about it. Do you? I mean, he helped us out last time. Yeah. Listen Is to what? My best friend? What? Hey, there, my best friend? hey what? what's up, buddy? <laughs> Is he a cop? Hell, I don't know. Kick drum seems to like him. We're in Psycho Squad. Yeah, you're telling me. So just anyone can talk to you online? And you just accept them? Uh, I a, can talk to you online, Mr. Bubblegum. It's a crazy world we live in. Alright, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm here for a week. Listen, uh, fill out a form, send it upstairs. Go fuck yourself. Patience, not ready to let his identity be known to those outside of Psycho Squad, begins to hack into the NCPD precinct's mainframe. As you begin to hack into the NCPD servers, it looks like a giant medieval fortress that's on top of a giant green hill with trees surrounding it. Outside on the tops of the walls, what you would assume are firewalls are just actual fire in a wall surrounding the building. Mm-hmm. I'd look for a back door to see if there's sewage leaking out. You see a moat surrounding there, and it looks like there is a grating in the moat 
that could lead into the castle from there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to activate scuba program 11119. I'd like to go into the water, see if possibly I can use a uh, sawzall cut through Brady. You slink into the water, and your body begins to float, and it, for being the metaverse, it has this weird stench to it. It's not exactly filth or feces, but it's kind of a, a machine oil kind of smell. And you get closer to the grate, and you activate the sawzall program, a large industrial concrete saw appears in your hands, and you begin sawing at this grate. It's creating a lot of noise, but it seems like nobody's noticing at the moment. I'm going to activate bubble program 221 to try to absorb the sound of the concrete saw sawzall program. Alright, a giant bubble of bubble gum surrounds you and kind of encapsulates the sound. Outside of it, it's very muffled. Seems like nothing can hear it. Nothing can kind of trace you at the moment as the, the rest of the grating breaks open. And now you have a passage into the castle. I would like to find the message program that Officer Cox sent off, and I would attempt to delete it and put a dummy response in its place. You're looking around, and you see what you assume is the message response program, but it appears to be the town crier, and he's shouting out different messages. Mm-hmm. He's shouting out, Hey, I got your email about this. Yeah, we should go do drinks later. Hey, there's a burglary about to happen. We can see it on the video screen. Hey. I'm going to go up to his ear, whisper into his ear. Oh, by the way, the newest Officer Cox message is a farce. Please ignore. Also, Officer Burr, let it be known, precinct-wise, his uh, titanium anus is malfunctioning. So the town crier stops for a second. It looks like he's kind of just frozen. And then he starts again. Disregard note from Officer Cox. Attention, attention. Officer Burr has a malfunctioning titanium anus. That is all. And I will uh, slink away, step outside, go back through the moat, and enter the metaverse. So you guys are all gearing up, and all of you get the same text notification, and it's from the data server of NCPD. And it says, attention, Sonny Burr has a malfunctioning titanium anus. That is all. That boy just ain't right. Malfunctioning anus, huh? It's obviously a prank. Let me see. I pull up my shorts to reveal my buttocks. They're still flesh. Hey, what? What is going on? Hey, detective. His anus looks fine. What's going on? Not the sharpest knife in the drawer, are you, Cox? We've been hacked. Hey, patience. Is that you, brother? What's up there, uh, kickbox, kick drum? What's your name? Hey, was that you, brother? What's one, what's one? Was that you? Was it me? That was fucking good, man. You got him. I I got him. I got him! Why would someone call your anus malfunctory? Excuse me? You were there. Malfunctory? Malfunctory. I don't know why they would call it malfunctory. Dispatch to Psycho Squad. Officers report MDK. Possible cyber psychosis. Please head to 
1201 Gibson Avenue. First on scene reports heavy casualties. Looks like we got some ogs again, hey, team, boys. Let's go. Hey, patience, brother. Give me that. Uh, bring up that schematic for me. Of the uh, what you got? I got a schematic here. I'm gonna give him a schematic of the Playboy penthouse. <laughs> Cyberman after my own heart, brother. But I mean the schematic for the place where we're going, where the call is for. That's our spirit, man. Give me a little bit of time. I can't walk you through it, but you know what? Maybe. What about city records, man? What about city records? I mean, somebody had to build a building sometime. <laughs> we got a smart one here. We got turtles on fire. You're looking through these, and it looks like even though there should be a file there, it was deleted about three years ago, and there's no record of a file there anymore. All right. Looks like three years ago, somebody went on a uh, backdoor firestorm on this file here. I'll run a uh, cross-reference on dates and IPs to see if any uh, significant events happen on that date. See if any uh, we find anything. But you boys, be careful. Uh, keep your guns loaded and keep your cocks high. Let's go! <laughs> All right, let's roll into one of the psycho APCs. Cox, you're driving. I, uh, I flip through the radio. I, the second I find something I like, I just crank it up. Patience! Patience, give me the schematics on, these, uh, on my partners here. So I can fix them up better. Okay. Nah, I can't find shit. Is that you, Patience? Patience! What's up? I'm gonna put on Brahms. What? What is it? It's just... It's Japanese. I'm turning it down. Your uh, medical officer requests files on implants. It, uh, implants? Implants for who? Uh, all the augs, medical history. Make sure you can take care of your rights if you're upright, sit you upright. Alright, thanks, Patience. Good to know. So, uh, he wants that. Right now. What, uh, what, do, what do I look like? A hard drive? I'm, uh, I need the uh, passcode to get these medical files. You're the number one chief here, and now I need your passcode. Uh, listen, uh, I don't know where you're from, Patience, but that's not how NCPD works. We're on Psycho Squad as a punishment. Uh, uh, they don't give me passwords. I'm here to just dodge bullets and drink till I die. Just go ahead and take a picture of your, th uh, your thumbprint for me once you do that. My thumbprint? Yeah, just take a picture. Oh, fuck off, Patience. A few moments later, the APC arrives at the scene. A large mansion with Baroque architecture. The squad walks through two large oaken doors that were hiding a bloodbath. Seven bodies are strewn about the entryway, limbs hacked off, large gashes in the body's torsos. Tiptoeing around, CSI are taking pictures and measurements of the blood splatters and corpses. I'd like to um, look up and around to use my cybernetic eye to look for infrared signals. Through uh, Katrum's eyes, I, I look around and see this magnificent palace, and I just say, Whoever owns this place so rich they buy a new boat every time one get wet. Uh, Katrum, you're looking around, and all you, you see some residual heat signatures from these bodies that look like they've been recently dead. Uh, and then you see a, a few heat signatures that are NCPD officers that are going around uh, marking off the crime scene, taking photographs. Other than that, you do not see any other heat signatures in this building. I'm going to into my mic lapel to dispatch. Please advise, Psycho Squad has arrived at the scene. 10-4, Psycho Squad. You notice, as you're walking around and these people are taking pictures and everything, Camilla Bancroft the CEO of Dynalar Technologies is eviscerated. Detective, detective. Okay. Uh, before he does that, while he's out there, I'm gonna sit, so I'm watching his back. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna pull up my pistol and put it right in the center of his back. Say, radio, watching your back, just like you were watching mine yesterday. Funny joke, Bear. Detective, we got Camilla Bancroft here. She looks like she's dead. Oh, Camilla. Kick drum activates his cyber optic eye to scan the body of Camilla Bancroft. As it begins doing its preliminary scan, he's able to see that the wounds on her body are likely from a large bladed weapon. The impact on the internal organs and bones suggests that a person with augmented strength must have been the attacker. I'm going to go walk up to uh, one of the crime scene investigators. Hey, uh, pretty fucking gruesome, right? Yeah, it's nothing I don't see too often in Ice City. So what's the story here, Chief? Well, as you can see, they got uh, internal security cameras everywhere. We're able to hack in and uh, take a video feed of what was going on. Strange fucking thing, though. Looks like it's already been messed with or something. There's a bunch of static. Looks like there's a bunch of cuts. We ain't really sure what's going on. I mean, you can get the gist of of how this chick died, but uh, other than that, it's, it's fucking weird. You know? Yeah, so they got themselves a runner. Of course they're not going to let themselves get recorded chopping up the CEO of a, of a, of a giant corporation. Wait, wait, look. Look, maybe you should just watch the video, all right? I mean, it's, it's fucking grisly, but it'll give you a better idea. Let's take a look. June! Oh my god! June, help! What are you doing here? What have you done? Wait! Stop! Please! video shown to Psycho Squad has heavy static and distorted effects in it. The video is reluctant in showing the attacker and focuses the entire time on the late Miss Bancroft. Patience. Booyah! Did you catch that? No. Think you can clean it up for us? No. Well, why the hell not? You're supposed to be this wonder hacker. What kind of runner are you? So if a kid just got a team on it. All right, Patience, thanks. Detective Lang uploads the video to his personal deck and sends it off to Jeff Pinnell with the subject line, Need you to clean this up. Uh, Officer Cox and Patience, uh, Patience through the eye of Kickdrum, you notice that there is a very paper-thin uh, laptop on a desk nearby. What is this? I walk over to it, and I'm just ripping it open. Kickdrum, why don't you uh, leave him and uh, come see the next? Hey, Cox. Hand that shit over here. Okay, uh, Cox, no I got patience. No offense. Here, take a look at it through my well, eye here. Well, just, well, let me see on. it. No offense, Cox, but he's got an in the middle. I, I'm uh, looking at it as much as I can. I'm going to hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm reluctant. Yeah, I'm just handing it over. Yeah, thanks, brother. I'll turn the computer on. And uh, I'm giving you access to my eye, brother. What the hell else do you need, man? All right, well, how about you move? your finger over to the enter button. Hit the enter button. Got it. There you go. Now go to the mouse pad. Yes, sir. Click on the, uh, move it to the, uh, the uh, login. 
Move what? Little mouse cursor. Mouse? Mouse cursor. Do the login. Click on the login. You're gonna have to use some different words, sir. Can I step out of Scoot. You got have that, Lou? Hey there, Wildcat. What you got? Patience, can you hear me? Yeah, Wildcat. Patience, do you hear me? Wildcat. Patience. Wildcat. Patience lives up to his name. And after multiple tries, Selfie realizes that she is Wildcat. Okay, there's a login open. What do you want me to do here? Let's see if there's a password. Open it up. The laptop appears locked, and Selfie is unable to navigate through the operating system. How about you just uh, run back to the, uh, the uh, APC that we came here in? <laughs> you came in here. I'm on vacation. But how about you just go over to the computer, you plug in one of those uh, 24 terabyte flash drives they got lying in a stack into the onboard computer, and I can download a program myself, and I can get in there and uh, just do my business like that. So I just put down the computer I was holding? Why don't you just bring that computer with you, Miss Wildcat? We can all take care of it there. That's what I call you, because you like Panther, you know what I'm saying? So I take the computer to the car. She plugs the computer into the APC which is plugged into NCPD's network. Yeah, I'm gonna start browsing around, see what they got there. I'm gonna check IPs coming in, IPs going out, see what's really happening with these files. After a few microseconds, Patience finds a few emails on the computer that have not been deleted yet. As he continues with his hack, he finds two video files as well. The videos are titled homemovies.mp4 and original underscore commercial dot flv. Patience loads up home movies first. The video appears to be shot in a homemade dungeon. An ashen-haired woman is tied naked to a chair, while Camilla Bancroft stands next to her in a gray business suit, looking five years younger than she does now, and is holding a riding crop. That one hurts more, ma'am. Is that my fucking problem? No, ma'am. Should that interfere with your ability to breathe? It scares me, ma'am. The clamps do? Yes. Why do they scare you? Because it's constant pain, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to announce our latest innovation, the Dynalar LMB 580 series. Using the latest in dermal weave lattice work, the 580 series is the most durable, lightweight, and realistic looking cyber limb yet. Our LMB 580 series comes in standard and deluxe packages. The deluxe series comes with nanofiber wires covered in a thermal and impact resistant sheathing and the new Spiral IG derma pouches. Only your fingerprint, biomedics, and voice passphrase combined will open it. With this deluxe model, the purse is now a thing of the past. Dynalar Technologies, building the best you possible. And remember, I'm not only the CEO, I'm also a customer. Patient's ears perk up at the end of the commercial. Hearing she is also a customer, Patient sends a notice to NCPD's cryo-evac team, instructing them to collect Miss Bancroft's body, put it on ice, and notify Kickdrum when the autopsy bot will be ready to begin. 
having hacked into NCPD's servers previously, this new order is a simple task for patience. Alright, so within mere seconds of you plugging in the laptop, patience replies. Got some uh, emails. Interesting stuff here. Great. You got one. Uh, Not man, what you got? Three days ago on the 27th. To Esteban at Dynalar.com from Camila Bancroft at Dynalar.com. Subject courier status. Checking in on what the status of that Johnny Mnemonic we talked about is. I'm getting pretty fed up with your extraordinary superpowers for being a slacker who can't get anything done. I need this info ASAP. Get it done, Camila. To Camila. Subject data extraction. Carbon copy. IT at Dynalar.com. Miss Bancroft, per your request, we have acquired request materials and have begun data mining. As of yet, nothing of import in regards to yesterday's hack. At the moment, we will find anything we will let you know. To Bancraft, uh, Carbon Copy, JBug at AIB.com. Subject meeting, Carbon Copy to uh, Edge at Technoir.com. Uh, Miss Bancroft, saw you on Top Box earlier this week. Heavy stuff. Checking in to make sure our meeting is still on for tonight at the club. Very exciting business opportunity. Pumped to see you and June again. We'll have some shway tunes going for sure. Edge. Okay, so quickly, you, without even need to looking at stuff, um, Edge is the owner of a nightclub called Tech Noir. Tech Noir is a uh, kind of 2000, 2010 kind of retro vaporwave kind of music club. Um, they also play kind of like goth music and stuff. He's, he's one of the bigger club owners of Night City. Um, it'll take you a while to do some more kind of searches for, for jbug and aib.com. Patience. Hmm. What was that first thing? What was that Johnny, Johnny Nami one? What, what the fuck is that? Apparently she's looking for someone that they're calling Johnny Mnemonic, which is basically a person running around with a chip in their brain delivering messages. Oh. Apparently someone, some Johnny Mnemonic gone missing, Mr. 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 Lane. Something with important information in his, up in his skull, huh? Yeah, that's three days ago. And when was this Technoir email? When was the one about the club with the edge? That's today. She was supposed to meet them today. All right, Psycho Squad, we got to get over to that club. Right, let's roll. Let's head there. All right, we're going to pile into the APC. Uh, you guys are in the APC headed to the club called Technoir. I'm cranking the music. What are you putting on? Uh, Mr. Oizo, and I'm putting on WC because mm-hmm. I want to hear it. Okay. So this is blaring through the speakers. So WC plays all the way till you guys get to yes. this stuff. So it's so dated. It's good, but it's dated. So this is gonna underground. You guys get to Technoir. The club's already. It's it's starting to get packed. It's midday by now, but a nice city clubs are open 24/7. So it seems like people are starting to come in for the next band that's playing. You guys come in. It looks like as you're looking around, there's a lot of augmented people around as you guys walk through the crowd. It's, it's starting to get very crowded. And as you walk through the front doors, uh, the band starts playing. 
The decibels coming from the band combined with the crowd are too high for normal conversation. Psycho Squad switches to in-ear comms. Kick drum! Up front! Shit yeah, brother! Um, at the moment, everybody is just paying attention to the band. They just started playing. As you guys start walking through the crowd and kind of like pushing through, you see people in the back and they're starting to eyeball you a little bit and they're kind of freaking out because everybody's freaked out at Psycho Squad. While they're pushing their way through the crowd, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of like nod and smile and like kind of be sardonic at people and try and make my way up some stairs so I can get a, down, a view down at the club. But I'm straight up moving to the front, like front row of the band, looking just trying to wade through as many people as I can and see what's going on. And you guys are able to find like a stairway to the second level of this club. I'm okay. going up then. All right, you guys start heading up the second story. The music starts to quiet down a little bit, not a lot. Uh, so it's starting to fade away a little bit. And, uh, but you're on the second story and it seems mostly like offices and that kind of thing on the second story. I use my infrared vision to look for if there are people in which rooms. Uh, at the moment, you only see one person on the second story, and it looks like it's three doors down from you, where you are right now. All right, I will calm to everybody else. Everybody got uh, one person, one uh, one heat signature, room three doors down on the right. According to that boys, this boy's a goose down pillow. So I'm going to let them go forward. Uh, I'm going to hang back by the stairs, kind of lean against the wall and watch the stairs. I'm okay. moving up to the door. Well, I'm going to cover... I'm, I'm covering this room, and I, I duck into the first room. All right, you dug into the first room, kick the door open. It's an a empty desk and a bunch of file cabinets. That appears to be it. Okay. Yeah, well, as soon as I got the room covered, I'm, I'm walking back out and heading to the next room. Okay. Yeah, I'll see that as a good idea, and I will wait before I act on that third door. I'm looking for you clearing other rooms before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Room one, clear. You kick open the second door. Right, you don't see anything. It's another empty uh, file cabinet. Room two is clear. You guys are getting closer to the third door. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at cat. Cat, going in. All right. Using my hydraulic ram, kicking down the door, going right through. I don't even care if it's unlocked. I'm just kicking it down. <laughs> All right. You kick the door wide open. The uh, handle bursts through, and you see behind this desk this guy with a. Slicked gray ponytail. Whoa! Whoa! What the fuck? Shut your fucking mouth and sit down. Whoa! He sits down. He sits down in his chair. I move in, check the corners as I walk in, and just position myself in the corner here, towards, he, towards the right, still looking at him. He's holding his hands up. Hey, yeah, man, I know my rights. I know my rights, man. What the fuck? Cox! Cox, get in there! I'm, I'm gonna watch the stairs. Alright, I'm gonna run up to him. Hey! Good work, radio. Hey, who are you? Whoa, whoa, man, it's me, Edge. It's me, Edge. Edge, uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. What's, what do you do? What do you name? What's your name? My what name is Edge, all right? I own the club, all right? What the fuck is going on? What? You tell me. Why are we here? I, I don't know why the fuck you're here, man. I don't want anything to deal with Psycho Squad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pipe in. Hey there, uh... Mr. Bubblegum, he's got a, he had a meeting with Miss Bancroft tonight, but she did. He had a meeting with uh, her and Junebug. I hear you had a meeting with Miss Bancroft. Yeah, man, but that's looking, that's later night, man. Well, you know what? We, we found her dead. Bancroft dead? Yeah, so uh, what do you know about that? 
Man, I don't know fucking anything about this. I've been running this club, man. What about Junebug? Listen, asshole. What do you know about Junebug? Well, man, I, I ain't ever, I ain't never met Junebug, but Who's I was supposed you? to meet her today. I'm going in a display of intimidation. I'm going to throw my heel spike into the floor and just like fuck up the floor. Oh man! Stop fucking up my floor, man! I'm answering the questions. Are you answering better? I guess I'm just watching this happen, and I I'm just thinking to myself like, why don't we just wait for the meeting? Hey man, look, look, June bug, right? This June, she's uh, she's like a. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, 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 silent investor, right? Like she's supposed to meet with me and, and Bancroft later tonight. All right? Just, just that—that's all I know, man. Look, look, asshole! I don't care about Junebug. I'm taking you to process. You guys just asked me about Junebug. It doesn't what matter. Cox. Under what charges, motherfucker? Cox. We don't I know need my goddamn rights. Here. Hey. Cuff him up. Let's bring him down all to the station. Right. Oh, oh, Wildcats got something going on here. What time you meeting Junebug and Miss Bancroft? Hey, Kick Drum, why don't you ask that question? Hey, DJ Bibbidi Bop, whatever the fuck your name is. It's what fucking time is that Edge, meeting? man. All right, all right, edge. fine, shark thing. What the hell is your, what the hell time was that meeting? Look, it's supposed to be at nine tonight. How do you not know Edge? My daddy's named Edge. He's a famous musician. Hey, I don't know how long you guys have been cops. Uh, that's not an interrogation room. Cuff the motherfucker. Bring him into the station! Uh, Selfie, you're the only one that notices that it looks like he's got some uh, cyber ogs going on that look like they're starting to power up. He's kind of like freaking out a little bit. What's the holdup in there, gentlemen? Detain the witness! Lang, I have a visual on something. Hold on, hold, hold back, everyone. Yeah. What's going on in there, Selfie? I'm cuffing suspect. I'm taking out my shotgun from my leg holster. Uh, he's watching, I'm heading over with my iron cuffs. Alright, as you guys are both doing that, he leaps through the window, the glass breaks, and the music starts getting louder and louder. Oh, what was that? What was that? Dark running, dark running. He jumps through the window and he's in the crowd. What's going on in there? I open fire. Hurts on the run! Officer Cox opens fire on edge. His bullet misses the target, only to find a civilian instead. The civilian falls to the ground. Fuckside Cox, cyberpsychosis. Yeah, get after the perk. We'll worry about it later. Stop that guy. I'm gonna jump out the window to run after the assailant. Okay, so you're in a little spot. I mean, it looks like he's headed towards this uh, back exit area that's on the left side of the stage. Where's he at, selfie? He's at the back left. Roger, heading right there. Sonny, what are you doing? going down after him. Alright, so you're trying to chase through this crowd. The crowd's getting more pumped up as the concert's going on. I'm gonna smack him in the head. I'm just running out with my cyber arms. So you're running through and like you're at the very front of the stage, like front row, and you're smacking a few people. And the audience starts to notice that this NCPD guy is just clotheslining people. And they're getting fucking pissed. The mosh pit starts to get more and more intense. And it looks like they're going after you. I, uh, as I'm seeing this through my, I'm looking at this down from the top here. Yeah. Say, oh, fuck me. Selfie finds herself only a few seconds away from Edge as he runs out the emergency exit. Behind Selfie, the crowd's blood begins to boil as they notice a body on the ground shot, 
while stage-side an NCPD officer is clotheslining civilians. Uh, there's an exit on the left side of the stage. Uh, the assailant has exited. I am in pursuit. I have, I have left the club. He's pretty fast, guys. He's pretty fast. I'm trying to keep up. I'm just kind of pushing everyone into that mosh pit as I'm running by. Officer Cox leaps out of the office through the broken window, landing near the body that he shot. Glass crunches under his feet as he begins making his way to Selfie and Edge. Officer Cox begins firing his gun into the air. Furious at the police brutality, the crowd quickly turns on Officer Cox and begins attacking him. In the initial scuffle, Officer Cox drops his weapon and it is kicked under the stage in the ensuing madness. Detective, uh, under immediate uh, stress, what do I do? I've got to keep on trying to get the perk. That's the most important thing. So I'm just going to be trying to kick my way towards that door. Right. If somebody's in my way, I'm using my limbs. 17. All right, so you're able to kind of like kick a few of these audience, like these people in the crowd. People. Right, yeah, you leave behind Officer Cox and Sonny um, as they're getting assaulted by this crowd, and you're kicking your way kind of towards the exit. I hoist up my my 20 millimeter cannon and I, I lower it down onto the you know down there. Um, hopefully not crushing anybody. You know it, it lands on the ground and it kind of cracks the ground and then I, I like use it kind of like a fireman's pole and I kind of like swing my way down and then I drag it along behind me and I head out the okay. front door to try and find this alley. You're able to make it down the alleyway to the front where you see Selfie chasing this guy. Okay. Selfie picks up speed following Edge and dive tackles him into the ground. His face rubs into the cold, wet asphalt. Uh, I'm going to just start unbuttoning. I'm going to rip my shirt open, uh -huh. my, my officer uniform off, and I'm going to just hold it down with one hand like below me so I keep it. But I'm going to just have my, I guess, my tank top on. <laughs> uh, my goal is to not look like a cop. As the band continues to play, during a large flash of pyrotechnics, Officer Cox is able to lose his attackers and make it to the other side of the stage, where he puts his uniform back on, unbuttoned. Kickdrum is able to make his way outside. Immediately to his left, he sees Edge on the ground, being restrained by Selfie's large, augmented legs. So, I run over to the, to the part to assist, and yell, STAY THE FUCK DOWN! What the fuck are you guys doing? Come on! I know my goddamn rights! And why'd you run? You guys are harassing me. You have no right to arrest me. I've done fucking nothing wrong. I'm gonna run up and punch him. You're punching, but you miss and you punch Selfie right in the fist, like as she's handcuffing this guy. So her hand moves out of the way. He's able to like wiggle himself away and he starts running down the alleyway. What did you do? He's getting away! With rifle in hand, Detective Lang turns the corner at the most opportune time. He sees a weaponless Officer Cox hit Selfie in the hands, loosing their prisoner. I let a breath out, slam my, my gun down into the ground. The, the bolts fire down, they, they auto-screw into the cement. Uh, the shoulder pads come up, the screen comes up, and I fire down the alley. You see this giant depleted uranium shell fly straight between Selfie's legs, straight past kick drum's leg as he's slamming it down on the ground in slow motion and it fires right into the edge's leg and it just explodes and he falls to the ground screaming this green light goes down the alley as the shell fires down 
and I see him kind of spin end over end as his legs evaporate. Take a nip of wild turkey. Sonny Burr makes it outside the club seconds after the depleted uranium shell destroys Edge's leg. I would like to sprint and tackle Cox. You tackle Three. Officer Cox. He's on the ground. You're right on top of him. I'm going to cuff him. Hey, detective, what's going on here? Hey, good work, Burr. Uh, bring the perp in along with Cox. I'll meet you at the ABC. Roger hey. that radio. What? What's going on here? I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. Until next time, cover your eyes. Email your questions to the Lich at terrencelitch at gmail.com. We'll read your question and answer on the podcast. I'm interviewing our next character, Patience. Oh, yeah. Hello, Patience. Hey, how are you there? Oh. It sounds like uh, the people around you may need to have a lot of patience. You're kind of a, kind of in a hurry, aren't you, all the time? Hmm. Seems about right to speak to me. That's... I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, looks like the Ophel really hit the fan last time in that nightclub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. A lot of dancing going on there. A lot of dancing, yes, that's one way to put it. Uh, I noticed that you like to stay out of the action, kind of keep a safe distance. Oh, yeah. Me here at the uh, old homestead of Puerto Rico. Got a nice view, nice view of Puerto Rico. Oh, you're in Puerto Rico, oh, are yeah. you? Oh, that's beautiful. I once met a man in Puerto Rico. We went parasailing. Parasailing? You ever been? Oh, over the tobacco fields I did once. But I was uh, firing machine guns, both hands blazing, laughing. Woo-hoo! You ever shot a machine gun, Lich? No, I rely on things more arcane for my combat. Mmm, watermelons. Anyways, uh, I, I, I think it's really cool that you can participate while you're all the way in Puerto Rico. That technology is amazing, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. What do you think's going to happen to Sonny Bird? Oh, that boy's got a lot of problems. A lot of rage. Yes, he's rather angry. It's almost delicious. Yeah, seems like, to me, he'd be better off if he just went out to the field and shot up some watermelons with that pistol. Well, uh, Patience, what are, what are your goals for the rest of this campaign? Uh, um, what are you looking to get? Ooh, I do like a little uh, slice of wildcat, I'll say that. Mmm, yes, she is a tasty one, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd fold her up inside a glass bottle and throw her right at a wall. Oh, I'd lap that wine right off the ground. Mm, yes, indeed. You and I seem to be of the same mind, Patience. Good luck in the rest of the campaign. Yes, sir. Until next time, cover your eyes.
Welcome, everyone, to today's game show. Last we left off, you had control of the board. David, go ahead and pick a category. I'll take weak spots for 600, Caleb. I already told you that isn't a category. In that case, I'll take things that don't fit in castles for 400. All right, for $400, here's the answer. This massive thing won't fit into a castle. Dom, what is a dragon? That is correct. All right, we surveyed 100 people. Top five answers are on the board. We come across an obviously important character who I've spent hours preparing as a critical pivot point to the story. What do you do? Yes, David. I shoot him in the face. That is correct. And that means you have reached the million-dollar question. Here we go. David, for a million dollars, this podcast is an entertaining podcast where a couple of friends get together, hang out, and play the tabletop RPG Pathfinder together. Is it A, the Trailblazers Actual Play Podcast? B, Pathfinder Academy, an informative podcast about the same game? C, the Trailblazer Network on iTunes, where you can find both of these shows and more? Or D, more information on our website at tblazer.net? I don't know, that's a tough one. I'd like to phone a friend. All right, let's get Dom on the line. Dom, I'm stuck here. Can you help me out? I sure can. The answer's A, the Trailblazers podcast. Is that your final answer? Yes, A, the Trailblazers podcast. That's correct! And everyone's a winner because everyone can listen to the Trailblazers podcast every Tuesday at the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or on our site, tblazer.net. Because the only thing nerdier than playing RPGs is listening to shows about people playing RPGs. 